The following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of the bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all of your gift, school, snack, and clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Haley Miller, and the name of this podcast, Overthinking Out Loud, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything, that is, except books. But listen to the show first. Hello, and welcome to Overthinking Out Loud, the podcast for overthinkers. I'm your host, Haley Miller, and today I'm joined with the lovely Casey Chamberlain. On this week's episode, we will be talking about confidence and Casey's experience doing pageants. So, Casey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, kind of busy with midterms and everything. Oh my gosh, my voice. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, kind of busy. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a rough time of year when it gets to the mm-hmm. end of the semester. Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself. How old are you? What are you doing with your life right now? What's going on? <laughs> so I'm 19 years old and I'm from Pelham, New Hampshire, about 45 minutes north of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm currently a sophomore here at Hood College and I'm studying psychology and I hope to one day be a school psychologist in an elementary school. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you always wanted to do that or like? No, <laughs> I was a hot mess in high school <laughs> and I still sometimes question what I want to do with my life, but um, I used to want to go into um, forensics or forensic psychology. Sometime I wanted to be a teacher and other times I, it was just all over the place, but yeah. once I found how much I like psychology, it, it kind of just all fell into place. That's awesome. Yeah. I can see you as a teacher. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I can see it. Um, let's see. What do you like to do in your free time? Do you have any cool <laughs> hobbies? Or? Um, so now most of my free time is just kind of spent with friends and things like that because with being a student athlete in school, there's not much of free time. But in the past, I used to be an Irish step dancer, so I did that for 15 years. I used to play basketball and softball, and so I really focus a lot of my free time into athletics and just kind of doing fun little things with family. I like to go camping and just kind of everything. <laughs> That's awesome. And you play volleyball? Yes, I play volleyball here at Hood. It's my second season. Um, I used to be a setter, but recently I switched to a defensive specialist, so that's been interesting. It's been new, but I like it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um, I didn't start volleyball until I was a freshman in high school, so it's kind of newer, I guess you could say, but yeah. I love it. So Nice. Yeah. Um, also, you said you did, you did Irish tap dancing. Mm-hmm. How did you get into that? Yeah, so I was um, three years old. I um, went to Pelham Old Home Day, which is kind of like a little thing my town does and there's like a bunch of vendors and entertainment food things like that um kind of like a small version of a fair you could say 
And so I saw like an Irish step dancing troupe perform and I like loved it. So my mom signed me up at three years old and I started to fall in love with it. And my family is very Irish, so it just kind of worked. And so then when I got to about six years old, my sister joined and then my cousin joined. So it just became kind of a fun thing I got to do with my family yeah. and I absolutely loved it. So I perform awesome. every St. Patrick's Day and it was just something I spent a lot of my time doing. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, let's see. So, do you have any advice for school or high school or now that you're like, I guess a quarter of the way through your second year <laughs> of college? Um, do you have any advice or anything you'd like to share? I think the biggest thing for me is finding balance. I have a really hard time like with anxiety and um, wanting to be a perfectionist, especially when it comes to schoolwork. Um, so I think for me, it's more of balancing taking a step back from schoolwork while still putting in enough work to get that good grade but not going so over the top like I used to in high school because um, in high school it's just kind of everything's laid out for you right um, but where is in college it's really up to you how much effort you want to put into everything so for me it's finding that balance and balancing having fun athletics and social life as well as you know doing school and for others maybe it's taking a little bit of a step back from having fun and focusing more on school so I think finding what balance works for you and your mental health and make sure you're prioritizing your health overall is really um, important and staying organized and so you're able to do that is the biggest thing yeah I agree I think that was a really good point really good advice um, so I guess that kind of applies to my next question advice to incoming freshmen is there anything that you wish that you knew coming into college Oh, I, it's for, I know everyone talks about it, but I mean, I live 10 hours away from school. And so, you know, this it was a really big adjustment for me. And it wasn't in the way of that I was not independent. It was more so that like I just missed having the constant familiarity of high school and being home. Um, I missed my, my cats and, you know, my sister and things like that. So that was definitely the hardest adjustment for me was just being so far from home. And I know that's not reality for everyone, but... I think the biggest thing is that it it, it ends. Mm -hmm. You know, this year I've been so much happier. I found a home and family within the friends I have here. And so now, like, I miss my friends when I'm home. And it's I, am, I do miss my family still, but it's nowhere near the same how it was my, fresh, my first semester, freshman year, right. and even the second semester. So I think the biggest advice is just to know that, like, it does get better and yeah. I know everyone says that and you're like no I don't believe you like I just miss home I just want to go home so bad college just sucks whatever because um, it gets like that even if you're not that far from home it gets like that um, but it does get better when you find mm -hmm. those relationships so I think making sure you're making relationships even though all you want to do is go home like, you go to the midnight madness event go to eat at D Hall and meet new people mm -hmm. so that you can build those friendships and that it will get better. Right, and it takes time. For you sure. You have to build that life here, you know? Yeah, it's not so. instant, and it, it, you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's hard to have patience in that situation, but. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I think we kind of went over that question. <laughs> <laughs> so you did pageants. Do you still do pageants, or? Okay, so my freshman or eighth kind of eighth grade year mm -hmm. um my English teacher came up to me and she was like I think this is something you could really benefit from and is so I decided to go out of my comfort zone and I competed in Miss Greater Dairy's Outstanding Teen which is part of the Miss America scholarship program um so Miss America is you know the well-known Miss America and that's for ages 18 to I believe 26 or 7 now 
um, and then the teen division is 13 to 17. Um, and then, so Miss America is the overall title, and then each state has a title, so like, you know, Miss mm -hmm. Maryland, Miss New Hampshire, and then each state has locals, so Miss Frederick or, you know, Miss Greater Dairy. Um, or it can be counties like Miss Rockingham County or whatever the, the name is. Um, and then so you have to win a local to go to the state and then once you win the state you go to Miss America. So when I was 13 I signed up for my first one and it was horrendous. <laughs> oh my gosh I had no idea what I was doing. But it is nothing like people say it is. It, everyone was so nice and so helpful and I really just kind of found a home there. Um, so it's it's a lot of work, but the focus is really on scholarships in the Miss America program. There are a lot of pageants that are no, you know, well-known and um, stereotyped beauty pageants type right. thing, but that's nothing like what Miss America is. Um, so that's kind of how I got involved. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So how do you prepare for pageants? Like what goes into all that? Okay. Yeah, so Miss America has a few categories of competition. There is, of course, the talent phase, which is very well known. Um, you have 90 seconds to do a talent. Mine, of course, is Irish step dancing. Of course. <laughs> so it's really fun because mm -hmm. when I did Irish step dancing for my whole life, I did traditional Irish dance, you know, the feshes and all of the comp, like the whole ordeal, like the costumes and everything. But with pageants, I kind of get to do my own thing. So I wear actually an ice dancing costume and I get to move my arms and do very not traditional things. Um, like I don't use traditional Irish dance music and I kind of get to do my own thing. So that's very fun. That's what I do for my talent. So talent is, I think, 35% of your overall score. Some girls do speed painting, singing, dancing, monologues, instruments. Like you can do really whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's, for teens, there's fitness, which is like a 20-second little routine. But that's, that's ages 13 to 17. But in the older division, they don't have that. There used to be swimsuit, but that was removed about like three or four years ago. Um, so then there's also evening gown, which is very well known. You mm -hmm. get to wear a pretty dress and walk across the stage. It's kind of just an iconic piece for Miss America, but I think it's only 5% of your score. So they're just supposed to be judging you on your confidence and in, in your walking and things like that, not like your physical appearance and kind of just how you hold yourself. Mm -hmm. um, then there is onstage question the dreaded onstage question. <laughs> they will ask you one question. For teens, it's usually about what you have on your paperwork, but for the Miss Division, it can really be anything. Oh, it's just nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten any super crazy questions, which is good because usually they base it off of your interview, mm -hmm. which is another phase of competition. That's about 25%. You have about 10, 15 minutes, depending on the competition, depending on if it's a state or a, a national competition. Um, to talk to the judges, there'll be about seven people who are on the panel and they'll ask you questions about anything, but you give them two pieces of paperwork. One is called your resume, which is, you know, a typical resume, mm -hmm. and then a social impact initiative, which each girl has their own. Um, mine is honoring our veterans, so I like write, you write kind of like a one-page type of pitch, you could say, and I just talk about my community service that I've done with um, our veterans. Some girls have cancer, hunger homelessness, um, you name it, yeah, that's awesome. whatever care, whatever cause is important to them. Um, I could talk about mine later. <laughs> so I could talk about it endlessly. So that's your interview. You'll have like 10 minutes. They can ask you about anything on the paperwork, even current events, social situations, just anything. It's just like a normal, typical interview. Um, and then for the Miss, instead of the teens have fitness, they have what's called social impact pitch. So you have 30 seconds and it's kind of like 
a TED Talk type of thing that you memorize and give on stage about your social impact. So that's kind of like the audience and the judges kind of get a feel for what your social impact is. I believe that is everything for the phases. So each phase is kind of a completely different preparation for talent. I mean, it's like any type of thing I would do for dance. I just practice my dance and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, but then interview while practice or, you know, keep up to date on current events and things like that. Um, and then really the best way to prepare is just to live your social impact and make sure you're doing community service and really preparing for what you love. Oh, nice. And then your grades are part of it. Your scholastic grades are part of your score. I think it's like 5% you submit your grades. Hmm, so, nice. Yeah, makes sense. I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much truly goes into a pageant. Oh, yeah. Like, like I had no idea that you had to do all that. Like, I, yeah. I knew that they asked you, like, about, like, important causes and stuff that's important to you and, like, how you want to impact the world. Yeah. Just from, like, surface-level knowledge, but, like, that yeah, is a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of work. So I never answered your full question about how long, if I'm doing pageants or not anymore. So <laughs> I competed in them for four years of high school. And mm -hmm. my senior year, I competed in a program called Distinguished Young Women, which is not part of the Miss America organization. Um, I did it because Miss America was, like, closed, you could say, for a year because of COVID. Right. Um, and it was it's the same phases of competition. And that's how and I won the Distinguished Young Woman of New Hampshire for 2021. And Good that's too. how I <laughs> ended up here at Hood College because I got a full scholarship here. Yeah, which so is awesome. that's Congrats. how I. That thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So the full, um, the reason I'm doing patterns is you know you're winning lots of scholarships. Mm -hmm. um, so then I took about a year and a half off completely. I didn't do anything. I mean I still worked on my social impact just because it's something that's close to me, but I didn't compete at all because um, I was just too much with school and living in Maryland. I didn't know if I wanted to compete in Maryland or compete in New Hampshire because you can compete anywhere you live, work, or go to school. Um, but this past summer when I went home, I decided to compete because things are very expensive now and I just would like want to win some more scholarships. Plus, it's just yeah. fun. So I competed in the Miss Winnipesaukee program and I was first runner up, which is like second place. And so oh, I got $4,000 there. I was second runner up, so third place in Miss Rockingham County and I got $400. And I also competed in the Miss Capital area and I got $100 just for showing up. Nice. So it ended up working out well for me. <laughs> yeah. But yes, pageants are... The Miss America pageants are nothing like the media or TV portrays. It's a yeah. lot of work, and the girls are all so intelligent and such hardworking. You know, one of the girls I know, she's a pharmacist, and she works full time and still finds time to compete because wow. she has to pay off her student debt. Right. Student debt. Some girls are teachers. Some girls are you know still in high school, and others yeah. have their doctorates. It's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome though. Um, I was gonna say, oh my gosh, I had something <laughs> and it just left. <laughs> I was gonna ask you something. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I was gonna say, do you wanna talk more about your cause and like how that came to be, how you got into that? Sure. Um, so when I was younger, we used to, with my Irish step dancing troupe, everything relates back to this. <laughs> Imagine if I didn't ever dance. <laughs> um, we used to go dance around a bunch of restaurants, things like that, especially in March. Mm -hmm. And one of the places we went to is like nursing homes and so we danced at the veterans um, hospital in Tilton New Hampshire one year and I always loved going there because all the veterans were like always so happy to see us I mean like people are happy to see us when we're at restaurants too but it just was completely different right. um, and so as I got older I started to talk to 
the veterans and ask them and they would talk to me and they would, when are the toe tappers coming back or whatever they would say <laughs> and you know and so they would ask me about dance and they'd be like when I was in high school my my friends and I had a band and they'll tell you about random stuff like that and it it really I loved talking to them and so we only went once a year but the nurses would tell us like they just ask for you all the time like they miss you guys so much they look forward to this every year um so I decided that I kind of wanted to like do this more so we went to a bunch of I asked my dance troupe and coordinated with um like the people who do events at the hospitals for veterans as well as veterans homes and just other like nursing homes and even um vfws that they have in towns and so um i started to dance at those places more and then as i got to talk to the veterans i just really like fell in love with helping them and realized how much they really needed from us and how um kind of pushed away they really were you know our veterans have served so much and done so much for our country yet like when they come home especially our vietnam veterans they received so much hate and for things that they didn't even really could control just because of the media at the time and um it's just so heartbreaking and when i talk to them some of them are like you know we only have one nurse on this entire floor oh and they'll gosh. say things like it's just they have a terrible time the health care is really hard for them to get it's just there's so many issues facing our veterans and they have done so much for us that it's just important like it's it shouldn't be you know yeah. one in four of the people you see who are homeless are veterans mm -hmm. if you served our country i don't think you should be on the streets i just don't yeah I um agree. They're struggling with mental health, suicide, um, addiction, things like that are just really serious issues and they're just not getting that the help and support that they need, not only from the services our country has, but f from even citizens, you know, people, you know, they're not receiving the gratitude that they used to and it's just, it breaks their heart and it's so sad. Mm -hmm. um, so my platform or my social impact is all about bringing awareness to honoring our veterans and doing things to honor them you know even just shaking their hand and say like thank you for your service right. it it's really goes things. a long way yeah. yes exactly and so yeah I'm working on you know trying to get veterans off the streets and big issues like that but really focusing on the small things and making the impacts on the small people going into the hospitals and talking to veterans it just it changes everything mm -hmm. um, for them when they're sitting in a hospital bed all day long and have no interaction except with the, for the nurses so right. that's really what my social impact is about that's amazing. Thank you. Me <laughs> too. All right. So I'm going to kind of shift over. Well, I guess kind of shift back because you kind of touched on it a little bit um, about confidence. Because okay. I know that's probably like you were saying it's a really big thing with yes. pageants. Do you have any advice or like experience that helped um, helped you with that during your time doing pageants or just in yes. life in general? Confidence is a huge thing. I mean, I used to be so so unbelievably shy it wasn't even funny I, I it was terrible um honestly the thing that helped me the most was pageants it it really pushes you out of your comfort zone yes I grew up my life dancing on a stage but gave a microphone to me and I didn't even know how to turn it on and I would just go mute it was it was it's completely different than the person I am today um but I think focusing I don't even I think that's what really helped me is with my confidence was through the Miss America organization and even if you are a shy person like doing pageants like Miss America is going to help so much with that. So if I definitely encourage competing in the Miss America program, it's, it's life-changing both financially and, you know, it's helped me with my interview skills because you're forced to interview. It's helped me mm -hmm. meet people, make connections, and of course, gain confidence. Um, I think just in life in general, it's just thinking, having that positive mindset is really hard to have sometimes, but, you know, saying that you can do this or even like in sports, it's like, 
I mean, I'm going to relate it to volleyball because that's really all I know. <laughs> but, like, when I'm, you know, receiving a ball, like, I want the hitter to hit to me because I want to pass the ball instead of being like, oh, please don't hit to me. It, like, I know that's such a silly scenario, like, thinking about it as athletics, but, like, with life in general, it's, like, kind of thinking you want something to happen so you can overcome it and you want to keep pushing forward and having that positive mindset of that you can do something and, you know, not thinking that people are going to judge you for whatever you're doing, you yeah. know, I mean... It's so hard. I think that's one of the big thing, biggest things about confidence, especially for me and my experience with my anxiety and things like that. It's always thinking that people are watching me or, or you know, people are going to judge me for doing pageants. I mean, it's something that's not very common. And, yes, I have had comments said to me about it, but it's like you just have to kind of do you, what you want to do and right. realize that people are not always going to th- say things and it's not really going to matter. Um, yeah. And just pushing forward and trying to not think of the negatives even though it's really hard sometimes (laughs) yeah I think a lot of people struggle with that like yeah more and more with like the mental health awareness that has been brought about like recently you know past decade or so probably um so yeah I think that's definitely a big thing that a lot of people need to hear and yeah it's so hard you can always yeah you can say it so many times but actually living it is is different you have to make that conscious effort to you know change your mindset and things like that right definitely easier said than done yes <laughs> um do you have any like overall life advice friendship advice roommate advice oh gosh any? i have only 19 life advice goodness i don't know i think just I, I don't i don't know i mean for me it's just been like i said in the beginning it's finding the balance between all everything and Yes, things are going to happen, but I think finding the time to focus on yourself and your mental health is going to come first with everything, um, like with friendships too. It's just, I've found like my my people here, and I know in high school it's so hard. It's so hard, but it just, everything gets better. I, I just, it sounds so cliche, <laughs> but like, you know, I don't I don't know. It's just like... Finding people that support you, I think, is the biggest thing. And, yeah, you're going to always have disagreements with people, even your closest friends. But, like, finding people who come back to you in the end and show their support for you is going to be the biggest thing for me. I think that really shows your true character because when fights, like, or disagreements happen, that's when you really, like, can tell how people are going to be. And in college, when you're always together, it comes up a lot. So it's it's just finding people who are going to support you in your decisions, even if they disagree with you, um, and be willing to work through your problems instead of, like, you know, shut you out or something like that right. I don't know I, I don't have much advice when it comes to that type of stuff I think that was good though <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you're young but you've still had your experiences and can speak on it yeah it's just I think sir, every situation is so different so as long as I think just confiding in the people that love you and even though yeah your friends are going to be your closest people like I always go back to my family and my sister you know she's like my person and she'll yeah. be there through everything and so are my friends so it's just even if there's difficulties, I feel like they can always be resolved most of the time. <laughs> and, like, that's just going to make your relationship stronger, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah. I think that is a good note to wrap it up on. So that's all we have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us overthink out loud. Join me next week where I will be overthinking social media with my friend Alyssa.